before today's Clyde One Super Scoreboard, I want to tell you about our new podcast series, Super Scoreboard, the old firm through the decades, in association with Indigo Unified Communications. Join me, Hugh Evans, and a host of legends from both sides of the divide as we look at the history of the old firm derby from the 1960s to the present day. In the latest episode, John Hartson, the Welsh Dragon, and Peter Lovenkrantz, the Danish Destroyer. To listen, download the Radio Clyde app or search Super Scoreboard, the old firm through the decades, on your usual podcast app. 0141-951-1025 It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard Celtic and Rangers lock horns in just over 18 hours time In the first meeting of the new season Neil Lennon wants answers on Ryan Christie's absence While a late call will be made on Odson Edward Stephen Gerrard says his men go in confident But not overconfident I'm Gordon Duncan and joining me tonight is Jim Duffy and Hugh Evans. The first Celtic Rangers game of this calendar year would you believe And after a 10 month wait The atmosphere is frenzied to say the least if Celtic win they go two points clear and with a game in hand temporarily bad news for Steven Gerrard if Rangers win they go four points clear meaning they'd still be top even if Celtic won their game in hand temporarily bad news for Neil Lennon but all far too early to make judgments one way or the other only one sleep to go though shh <laughs> it, it'll be fine there there yeah, exactly uh, listen I'm, I'm, I'm still kind of like uh, contemplating I, I heard that uh, Hugh Keevans was getting his toes sorted out today and it's, just, <laughs> it's, it's an image I can't get out of my head but uh, yeah I mean listen you know the, it's, it's, it's great that the game's come up and uh, you know we're all looking forward to it we understand of course the first type of old for a match ever in the history uh, to be played in this way but um, you know, both teams are you know in good form in terms of results. Not always performances. There's been one or two little um, you know performances have not been great. Celtic in particular getting a wee bit of criticism for some of their performances, but they've been managed to get the results. And again, at home, um, Neil Lennon will be expecting his team to pick up three points. Stephen Gerrard will be as, as, as Hughes just mentioned there, looking to try and extend the lead at the top. Two hundred and ninety-two days wow. since the sides last met. Hugh Keevans, is it true what they say? Does absence make the heart grow fonder? Uh, I don't think fonder is the word you're <laughs> looking for. Uh, absence makes the heart grow very keen to give the other lot a going over uh, in this part of the world. So uh, the fans. Listen, Neil Lennon's had his say, Stephen Gerrard's had his say, the First Minister's had her say. I think it's all fallen on deaf ears. People will do whatever they want to do tomorrow, but they have to bear this in mind. If they get out of control, there won't be a, an old firm game in December then. We'll save our lectures for later, Jim. Mm. Uh, fans are getting that from everywhere. And by the way, we hope everyone does um, behave in an appropriate manner tomorrow, mm. but that's that's maybe one for later on. On the pitch... How can you ignore the backdrop to this? The virus is everywhere, so much so that there are players unavailable because yeah. of it. There will be no one inside the stadium because of it. People can speculate about what difference that will or will not make. Mm. We don't really know until the game kicks off tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, from Celtic's point of view, it's just bad luck. You know, I mean, obviously, um, you know, there's two, two players, uh, El Hamad and uh, Beton, uh, picked up. And then obviously Ryan Christie uh, picking up from from being a close association um, or in close contact 
Um, so I, I think it's a, it's a difficult um, situation from Celtic just in terms of preparation. Obviously, odds and Edwards still to be decided. I'm, I'm not quite sure yet if you know Gordon whether he's going to be available or not. But listen, th- these are all things that are going to be happening time and time again. I mean, Rangers could have had it with players. Obviously, Ryan Jack was in the Scotland squad. Morelos was away travelling the other side of the world. There's a lot of things that could have happened. It just so happened that the the brunt of it this time around happens to be in the Celtic camp. But as I said, I think that will change. Sadly, um, you know that, uh, that, that there'll be many more cases. We've seen St. Man again getting players, Hamilton missing players, um, the coaching staff all missing down at Queen of the South. So listen, it's happening right throughout football. Um, Celtic have got a big squad. They've got a very, very talented squad. So I think they just have to focus on the players they have available. And Hugh, it's a big weekend of football. The lower leagues finally return this weekend mm-hmm. as well, kicking off tonight. The Spam Folder Derby, I think <laughs> they call it now, between Hearts and Dundee. No love lost there. Either of those sides go head-to-head at Tynecastle this evening. And then we'll be delighted, not as delighted as we would be if there were fans, but delighted to welcome back the Championship League 1 and League 2 tomorrow. Well, Hearts would start off as everyone's idea of the favourites to win that league. Uh, Charlie Adam today, looking forward to his Dundee debut, the, the, the club he supported in boyhood, and he's saying he wants to be the best player in the league. So it's a great start. Scottish football, I think, will never quite get over what happened last March when it was decided to call the leagues, uh, declare champions and declare who got relegated. The the sores are still there The scars are still there uh, And you'll see that at Tynecastle tonight But listen, we have to get on Because we're trying very hard To complete this season 18 hours to go Get it all off your chest Predictions, team lineup suggestions Fears, worries Hopes, optimism Whatever you want to get off your chest Ahead of the fixture This is the place to do it On a night like this Hugh Keevans and Jim Duffy Are waiting patiently on your call 0141 951 1025 You don't need me To even suggest Any questions for you to answer So many thoughts swirling around Ahead of this fixture So get them in And let us know what you think On the phones And on Twitter Let's give you just a a flavour Let's put you in the mood even more um, By hearing from both managers Neil Lennon says Celtic will want answers If Ryan Christie misses tomorrow's game But Kieran Tierney plays for Arsenal Because remember they were both Told to sit out Scotland's triple header After being in close contact with Stuart Armstrong Who tested positive Uh, And Lennon says there can't be One rule for one And another rule for someone else Since he's... um... The story broke about the three of them in the room. They, um, he's had two tests with us, all negative. So from our point of view, he is good to go. And we'd be very confused and we want answers. You know, if Kieran is allowed to play and Ryan has refused to play, it's very, it would be very, very confusing. I think our supporters would want to know the answers to that as well. So at the minute, it's still very much in the air. Peter and the board have been pushing this since day one. Uh, but we've had no clarification. If anything, we've uh, just met with complete resistance so far. Our preparations have been without Ryan, you know, and um, it'd probably be folly to change that now. Uh, but we would like to have him available. You can see the perceived contradiction, Hugh, because yeah. they were both in the same boat. They were both told to isolate by NHS Lothian at the time. The obvious difference, and you don't have to like it or accept it, but the obvious difference is Kieran Tierney's now gone back down to England where they take a slightly different view oh. on things. And Ryan Christie, like everyone up here, uh, has to isolate for 14 days and that's about it by the looks of it. Well, first of all, we can take the SPFL out of this argument because it was not their decision. 
The SPFL have nothing to do with Ryan Christie not being able to play against Rangers tomorrow. It is NHS Lodian. Now, uh, among the historical features of this game tomorrow, no fans, and for the first time ever, a local health board has decided who plays for Celtic against Rangers. If Celtic want to complain, and, and Neil is asking for clarity, the club would have to complain to the Scottish Government about the NHS Lothian Board and their procedures. I don't think they would do that because eventually sensitivity is going to have to come into this. And remember that you may hotly dispute the decision taken by NHS Lothian Health Board, but they are attempting to safeguard lives at a time when this virus is back on the rampage I mean Jim you can see the frustration mm-hmm. because by the time the game kicks off Ryan Christie may well be up to three negative tests mm-hmm. since the isolation period began so I mean he's fine in, 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 yeah. in most people's eyes he would be fine to play but that's where we're at in, in the world at the moment The rules are the rules And, and you yeah. kind of have to Unfortunately that's not what uh, they go by You know they go by the fact is That he's got 14 days to self-isolate Having been a close contact of Stuart Armstrong uh, And in and, and Scotland That is the rule In England it might be slightly different I don't know but obviously it's two different I think they take a slightly different view on it With yeah. regards to elite the, athletes yeah, yeah but again as I said As in England it's so It's a, it's a, it's a different um, health service In, in, in our, our governing body That uh, makes that decision uh, From the health department So listen Neil you can understand his frustration But unfortunately as I said um, They won't then just Because it's elite football Or because it's elite sport Change it round um, so Celtic will have to do without Ryan Christie And Arsenal may well have And probably likely to have Kieran Tierney Yes, frustration But unfortunately Celtic will have to prepare uh, For having the game Listen, it's one one player He is an important player But Celtic he could Listen, he could have an injury There's a lot of things Celtic have to, have to plan without him Stephen Gerrard says His players believe they can upset the odds again At Celtic Park They won that last meeting there in December And he says they're determined to impress again It's going to be a tough game um, As you say It was the first time we managed to get a win there In a very long time Which basically uh, lets everyone know how difficult the task is And has been uh, For many years Going to Celtic Park They're a good team They're a strong team a Successful team But We went there last year With a game plan uh, And we performed extremely well And the players went there With confidence belief And got the job done And um, You know We're hoping uh, the players can go and produce a similar type of performance Let's get stuck in then 01419511025 What are you all thinking about ahead of tomorrow? Craig and Moody'sburn will kick us off Hi Craig Hi good evening guys How's it going? Um, yeah I, I was actually disappointed I didn't get on to speak to Andy Andy Halliday on Wednesday night But there we go um, Yeah I'm very excited um, But I was saying to your producer there I'm trying not to get too excited Because you know, overconfidence is probably the worst thing and then, you know, the result doesn't go your way and then everything's ten times worse. But as I was saying, I think with Gerard having the monkey off his back now, um, should have won the League Cup final but managed to go to Parkhead and win uh, very convincingly uh, despite a 2-1 scoreline. You know, he's beaten them a couple of times at Ibrox. Um, I think it's all about the kind of midfield. I think he will go with his, his favourite three of Jack, Kamara and Davis. Um, we probably are field in the kind of right hand side um, behind Morelis, which it would be fine because um, I think we've dominated the, the midfield in the last few games, uh, three or four games actually. But I would actually prefer to see if 
you know, I mean, Celtic's left back situation is one of their weak areas. Um, they've got a new signing potentially playing tomorrow. I would actually prefer Jordan Jones um, to be playing just, you know, pure pace. Um, but obviously, trust Gerard, um, which I think, given obviously his results in the fixture, he warrants that kind of trust. And I think my confidence is that this Rangers team really rise to the occasion in the big games. We'll see what happens, obviously, with the, the title race this season because they seem to have a bit of consistency going despite a couple of silly drop points. But big game, they, they always turn up in the big games. Um, so yeah, it was just to, to put that across. Yeah. Because I'm not with, with respect, Craig, you know they don't always turn up in the big games. Otherwise, they'd have a trophy. Um, well, you know, they should have had a trophy. No, 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 no. Cup finals are like that. You know what happens in a cup final? No, come on. In cup finals. It is possible to be the dominant side and not win a cup final. That's what happens. And Rangers had their opportunity at one nothing uh, Celtic. They had a penalty kick. Rangers and Celtic reduced to ten men. Craig they says, didn't take the chance. Sorry, Hugh. Craig says this one's a big game. You've seen many of these. How big is this one? How would you sum up this one? No, I, I'd sum it up as I started in the introduction to the program, Gordon. I, I don't think you can get carried away, no matter who wins, whether it's Celtic. If Celtic win. Uh, they go one point ahead of Rangers with a game in hand. Very good mm-hmm. result for Neil Lennon. If Rangers win, uh, then they go four points ahead of Celtic, which negates Celtic's game in hand. However, for both of them, it's far too early to draw a line under it and say, right, they're the champions yeah. elect. Uh, Jim, mm-hmm. the, the great thing about the build up to this fixture, Craig highlights it. It's- that debating and going round in your head about who's going to play, who's not yeah. going to play. Is there going to be a surprise? Is someone going to come in from out in the cold to make a surprise start? What, what do you make of Craig's suggestions? How do you think the Rangers would line up? Yeah, it'd be interesting to see. I mean, Craig's then saying he'd like to see Jordan Jones, but then who do you leave out? And this is the thing. If I mean, Scott Arfield's probably been Rangers, you know, most consistent player five, in the last month. Even before that, it was Ryan Kent. But certainly in the last three or four games, Scott Arfield's been immense. Do you want Ryan Jack in? Kamara's been playing well. Do you want Davis in? So somewhere along the line, you know, someone has to be left out. You know, we have this debate before. You can only play. Uh, and, and Rangers would like to play the 4-3-3. So I think, um, you know, he might he might just leave Ryan Jack out um, and, and Davis, Kamara and Arfield. Uh, and then, as I said, it, it leaves him scope um, to play whether he wants to play a more adventurous side with whether it's Hadji, Morelis, and Kent or whether he puts Arfield in the right and brings brings Jack in but as I said it's that I mean I think that um, he'd be delighted the first thing is that Barisic is, 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 is fit mm-hmm. and ready to play again because that that had been a huge loss um, but you know again we said before I think um, you know we think Alan McGregor will go back in again he has chopped and changed a little bit with John McLaughlin but I think Alan McGregor's yeah. the man for the big occasion so yeah, I mean, he's, he's, he's got one area. I think that's the only area, really, if you look at it. Does he play Arfield in the right or does he keep Arfield in the midfield? That, to uh, me, would be the only decision to make. Craig, you've outlined your case for the, the confident side of things. What would Is there anything that worries you? Any niggle in, in the back of your mind? Um, I think, well, I've been speaking to a few people, uh, my friends about this and stuff like that. I think possibly Celtic at set pieces. Um... Like I say, I mean, Tuesday no, not get a trophy, but, but I mean, big games. I'm talking about the old firm games and the European games. Rangers really rise to the occasion. Um, and as I say, dominated them in the cup final, dominating Parkhead for this midfield interchange in midfield because 
Kamara, I would actually like to see Kamara given a bit of a a role. That's why I said with Davis um, and Ryan Jack, if you give Kamara that kind of role that he has with Finland to get forward a bit more, I think that's his more his natural game. Um, but I would love to see Jordan Jones start tomorrow just to because if it's Taylor at left back, he can do him for pace. If it's a new guy at left back, it's his debut and put him under pressure by Jordan Jones on that. He's a not say it's the last thing you want because <laughs> he's not the best player in the world, but. Um, well, no, you know what Pace does to defenders on their debut. So, yeah, uh, Celtic at set pieces, that's my only concern. Well, it's going to be interesting, Craig. Hope you manage to enjoy it one way or another. Jerry's in co winning. Jerry Craig is very confident. Are you equally as confident? Uh, I, I probably am, God, to be fair. I mean, I had, I had the last at Craig there, you know, hanging his hat on Jordan Jones. This is a guy who scored, what, one goal in a year or something. So that, that was quite funny. But actually, as well, as well, Hugh has written off Celtic and so have many people in the media. Um, and this week has just been unbearable with the, the nonsense stories. If it's not Charlie Adam casting aspersions on Neil Beaton or Chris Iyer, it's Ennis Hadji's dad compared his son to Zinedine Zidane. Now, if my mum compared me to Albert Einstein, the intelligence level, it wouldn't be in the paper. So... Thankfully, the media can watch the game tomorrow and not have to print these nonsense stories. I think the Celtic players are going to be determined to ram a few words down their few throats tomorrow because they have been written off. And despite the fact that yeah, possibly they haven't played as well this season as they have done uh, towards the end of last season, they're still on a points-per-game basis have more points than Rangers. So I think the Celtic players are determined to prove a wee point tomorrow and uh, shut up a few critics. What is it that makes you confident then, Jerry? Is it that winning mentality? Is that is that what you're kind of basing it on? The, the core of this squad, Gordon, remains that's won 11 trophies in a row. And the core of the Rangers squad is what's not won any trophies for the past two years. If Celtic lose tomorrow, I'll be disappointed. But it's not the end of the world. You know, We've shown that we can recover from old-term defeats and go out and win the league quite comfortably. If Rangers lose... A massive psychological blow in my opinion Because I think they have shown the past two years They don't know how to recover from big defeats And when the pressure's on And they've admitted this themselves James Tavenier, Ryan Kent in interviews They can't handle the pressure So I think we could really land a major psychological blow In Rangers tomorrow Well the great thing uh, The only predictable thing about The Celtic Rangers game Is the unpredictability (laughs) Of the Celtic Rangers game So it's fine for Jerry to come on and state his case Likewise Craig before him uh, You can say what you like At 21 minutes past 6 on the Friday night It's what happens after 12.30 tomorrow Have you written Celtic off Or is it just an innocent match prediction no, As requested probably by me Exactly People are asked Who do you think will win the match uh, I've rarely been stopped in the street As much as I have been this week well, by ho- people. Hopefully at a safe distance uh, Yeah uh, and whenever they've asked me What do you think And I've told them They've all gone away unhappy <laughs> So you know I, I always say Well why did you ask me You know um, it, It's a, just a It's a part of the job You get asked Who do you think will win So you, you, so you do think Rangers will win the game I do are, are you writing Celtic off completely What what sort of If you were to put a percentage on it What kind of balance Would you, would you give the fixture um, 51-49 <laughs> He's just coming off the fence uh, <laughs> you know, just that, that, But that's it You know Jerry gets very excited All this stuff about Hadji's dad And whoever else Charlie Adam Newspapers have got column inches to fill And that's the way they do it But when people are asked For their prediction You know If Jerry Gave me his prediction now 
and he's wrong and Rangers win will Jerry come back on and say I'm sorry I don't know what I'm talking about um, Jerry did make an interesting point about the psychology Jim because mm-hmm. that's a, a huge part of it um, we got there in the end we made a bit of a mess of giving you the stat last night but mm-hmm. the, the, the actual stat is that in the last 15 seasons so for all the, the seasons that they've both been in the top flight mm-hmm. only four times has the team that Won the first Old Firm game of the season Not gone on yeah. To win So 11 out of the last 15 You win the first Old Firm game mm. You go on to win the league yeah. there's, there's room there for that to be <laughs> Yeah well, it's, 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 a, it's, it's certainly a, a decent start and, and If you want to look at it that way But You know Again listen I, I don't think it's going to be a, a huge burn The, the, the burn in, in, the, in the weight of, of pressure this year Is for the, the numerical number of titles So whether it's 10 for Celtic Or whether Rangers can stop that That's That's ultimately why this match has gathered more, if you want to call it, interest and more intrigue and more kind of you know discussion as the guys have just spoke there in the press. So listen, in a normal season, it's, it's high enough. This season is intensified. Jerry, great to hear from you. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. We are seriously late for the travel already. We'll speak to you next. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. More than a million paid in compensation every week. Hugh Evans and Jim Duffy are here We are counting down the minutes until kick-off at Celtic Park Tomorrow everyone's suitably frenzied up by the look of Twitter Hugh Evans, mm-hmm. you wouldn't have it any other way uh, MRRFK is on, says uh, Enjoying the Rangers fans' confidence I hope it's overconfidence uh, Tomorrow's 50-50 due to Celtic potentially missing key players Hoping Neil Lennon starts with two up front And we go for it On the other side, Graham Robb says Hadji hasn't faced Celtic since arriving I'd go for pace against the Celtic defence uh, the right side of Duffy and Frimpong isn't the greatest, therefore that will be the main point of attack, says Graham on Twitter. We are on the phones as well. There are no wrong opinions on Friday night. Absolutely none. Celtic or Rangers. No, no, yours is definitely wrong. Yeah, yeah, but because I... um, <laughs> because one half have got you down as doing Celtic's team talk for them because yeah. you've written them off, yeah, as if they care what you say. Um, <laughs> and the other half actually think that it's reverse psychology. Apparently, yeah. I, I, I had no idea how that's going to oh, work. No, that's that's an old one that I, I say I think Rangers will win because I hope Celtic will win. Ah, right, okay. I'm don't, a 70 year old man, James. By the way, by the way, that oil of Yule is working wonders for you. Ah, yeah. Anyway, let's bring in David in Port Glasgow and see what's on his mind. Hi, David. How you doing, Gordon? All right, John. How you doing, here? Hi, David. All good, all good. What's on your mind? It's all right, guys. Uh, no, just leading into the game, I was a wee bit uh, worried at first. Obviously, with the the kind of call off Celtic are having, um, but. See the more I think about it, chaps. I think El Hamed doesn't normally. He's not a starter, a first in the team sheet. Same as Beaton, he's not a first pick. The only one you could say really is Christie. And um, we've just signed the boy Turnbull. That he can come in there a, a job, and we've got Rogic back soon. Do you think either of them will go in, David? This is a, it's obviously a really fascinating area because I think most people agree Christie would have played. Who who replaces who does replace him in your mind? Cham, Rogic, Turnbull. I think we play three in the middle It'll be Brown I think obviously McGregor And personally I would like to see Rogic if he's fit But I don't think he will be fit So I think you will see a jam in there mm. Well I mean he's fit Jim But he's not Not played a lot of football yeah. Who who would be your bet I think Cham I think Cham will go in You know with is, is, is exactly what David said there With, with, with Scott Brown and Callum McGregor and Cham in there with uh, probably Ella Nussi off Edward if Edward is okay I mean there's still, still to be decided That to me is could be the pivotal one I, I agree with uh, David in, in the sense that you bring Julian in uh, in the back three 
Um, obviously Frimpong and, and, and you know depends on whether he starts with the, the new left back or whether he starts with Greg Taylor but um, for me if, if Odson Edward isn't playing a jetty is, is he fit yeah, yeah, he, I know yeah. he's, a, a he's talk fit, about yeah. he is, is he, how fit is he so I think that that would be the one for me because he has given Rangers real yeah. problems in the past and I think if he's out the team that would give um, Rangers a real mm-hmm. belief that they can go and win that match yeah Yeti is he's fit for, for the clash Edward is being assessed after he only got back yesterday mm-hmm. didn't he or was yeah. it today? today I think it was today, today sorry yeah. yeah I'm losing track of my days um, after being assessed um, from his isolation period David is Edward the type of player you, th- you throw straight in he's been isolating for the last wee while maybe there were question marks over his form before that as well but would you throw him in tomorrow? As a manager, I would throw him in. He's got the quality to win a game for you. But as has Griffiths, Ayeti, even Clamalla to an extent. But I've got it in good authority anyway, guys, that Edward will play the morrow. Um, oh, an exclusive Whoa. from David and Paul Glasgow. Are you at liberty to name um, your source? No, not at all. Sure, I wouldn't do that. But I've got it in good authority that it will, it will play tomorrow. It will play a part. David said my name's Edward. If it was See, if, if I had said no, I won't tell you who told me that. What? <laughs> That's quite right. No, you you know that. So an old, an old hack like you. I think you raised an interesting point, Gordon. That first I, for everything. I, I keep having this, having this vision of you. You almost forget who they played last Celtic and Rangers before the international break. But it was St. Johnston, of course, at Mendemi Park, and. Uh, Edward was taken off after an hour, and I think mm-hmm. Neil Lennon looked at him as if to say, "Give yourself a shake." Aye, exactly. Um, so mm-hmm. I just wonder what the, the the last couple of weeks in isolation have done for him in that regard. Been saying that Hugh, the transfer window is now closed. I know, and I think that must have been something in the back of his mind there that would he still be there? Was it a possible move going on? But that's that that side that's now been put to bed. So he now has to. He can only focus on Celtic because that's his only option at this moment. If you say who's the best guy up front, it's Odson Edward. Uh, but it's Neil Lennon's call. Do, do you mm-hmm. fall into the, the 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 line, Jim, of thinking you know big game players? Mm-hmm. Is that something you would attach to Edward, and therefore you put him in? Yeah, I mean, listen, I've you, you've asked me about a few of the games when Edward's not played so well, and and he has been substituted at the St. St. Johnson game, as you said, and taking him off, and, and he, he quite openly and quite rightly, um, Neil Lennon said, listen, it's his form; he's not been playing well enough, but he rarely plays poor against Rangers. And I think you do get clubs and whether it's you know Gordon and other guys, strikers, they tend to find there are some teams that they enjoy playing against a little bit more. Uh, and although he's a terrific player and he has had a little bit of a dip, I think in this particular game, this is the type of game where you want Jim, your top players and you would rely on your top players and he is a top player. Jim, who would know the Celtic team at this time on a Friday night? How many people would know the team? Oh no, a lot of people if if because if it's, if, if it's been picked, it may not have been picked. Yeah, if the manager has done it, but even if he's not actually literally stated it, he would normally have done set pieces or he'd done you know, he'd have had a chat with obviously the players. Uh, again, a lot of them just coming back at the last minute, so they might not have done too much training or shape or any of these type of things. But I think that the players all have a I think the players will know and so therefore a, if so the players player, know then there's a lot of other players know. Staff a player told David then a player Yeah possibly told, yeah. You never know Or third hand it, it can happen right. uh, David you, you mentioned And probably quite rightly You know Beton and El Hamed Would have been mm-hmm. Maybe unlikely to start the game But they would almost certainly Have been on the bench And would have been there To play a part Given that James Forrest Is already out Frimpong w- w- will play the game Th- Does that give you any worries About the right side Should Frimpong Need a rest Or need to come off Or need replaced in, in any way 
No, not at all, uh, Gordon. I think we've got enough players there and backup in reserve who can shot across. All you've got other guys you can bring in. You've got El Yanusi who can play either on the right or the left or play in the number 10 role. So there's enough quality through the squad. All right, David in Port Glasgow. He won't reveal his source, but he if he, if Edward plays, it's, it's David's David's he show. If he doesn't, he we'll, we'll get David back on <laughs> on Monday night. Thank you to David in Port Glasgow. Let's go straight on and bring in William and Stevenson. Hi, William. Hello, uh, Gordon, Jim, and Hugh. Hi, William. Right, how would you rate the confidence, William, out of ten? Ten being the most confident. Seven. Okay. Yeah, right. Okay. That's not bad. Yeah, but my point, my point is tonight. Here's here's my take on it, Gordon. Right, it. up until this point, I think Rangers have been more battle hardened. What I mean by that is, right, they've been away to Livingston, they've been away to Aberdeen, they've been away to Motherwell, they've been away to Hibs, and they've been two very very tough games in Europe, which are level was very very good. You know what I mean? Celtic's Celtic's level, it's not been great. They're still winning. Right, but they've no played to the level in the European tough European matches Rangers have had. Now, if Rangers can just that tomorrow, I think they've got a good chance. But my, my predictions one each, by the way. Oh. But I think, but I think Rangers have got a a good chance if they play to the level, especially especially in Holland. My God, that's a difficult place to go. And Galatasaray, Gordon. Yeah, Hugh. This goes back to and Jim. This. Debate we've been having for weeks now About mm. points versus performances Celtic are in the driving seat If you look at a points per game basis They've got a game in hand yeah. But William and others wish to balance that up By saying Well we think Rangers have had The better performances And the, the tougher fixtures so far An odd thing overcomes Rangers uh, Under Steven Gerrard They go away for a fortnight And come back with somebody else uh, So this one uh, has been forced upon them By the international break um, and here they emerge from uh, A very good opening to the season uh, William's absolutely correct That um, domestically and in Europe Rangers have been very very good On the other hand Celtic have won 8 games in a row So how do they Both of them Emerge from this 2 week international break I, I don't think you can Christie is certainly very very annoying For Neil Lennon First time in history The absence of Christie Oh yeah. Christie's annoying No no right, The okay. absence of Christie's annoying First time in history That uh, a local health board Has kept a player out Of a, an old firm game But It's how both of them Emerge from that Fortnight break Whether As Jim said Edward comes back In a better frame of mind Than he left Whether Rangers Can pick up Where they left off Unlike times gone by Where they have a fortnight's break And come back and go on the slide So again I repeat The only thing that's predictable About these games Is the unpredictability Of them And we'll see how The two week break Pans out Gordon I mean I haven't, I haven't looked uh, You know about the squads In terms of who was all the way And who mm. was at home You know I know I know, I know. obviously I can, I can ring my few Yeah off. Just, just the obvious yeah. ones really Yeah but In terms of balance In terms of what it means You know for preparation So the Rangers have Slightly more players at home Than Celtic had etc So People will look at that They will look at these Kind of As they call it the, the, the small margins That everybody keeps mentioning These days To see whether that Can make a difference uh, Whether they've rested Or as opposed to Travelling and playing mm. Two and three games I mean games. Morelos got back Last night yeah. for instance Yeah he was, I know he was on He came off the bench A couple of times Doesn't he yeah. But you know it, it can impact I mean I think uh, Cal McGregor played Two games out of three mm-hmm. For Scotland etc So Listen, there, there, there are there are situations that can impact it when you've been away, as Hugh said, you come away for a couple of weeks and then you might just really look forward to this challenge. 
But I think we've also got to say it myself <laughs> that, you know, although we've been talking about it now and players will be used to it, playing a no firm game in an empty stadium mm. has to well, have some sort of impact on the intensity hold, of the game. Hold that thought to. because I'm, I think we're going to get round to that in a second, actually. But, William, before we let you go, let me put you on the spot. Who is the man that you're hanging your hopes on tomorrow? Who's Rangers' biggest player tomorrow? And also, who's the player you fear the most in the opposition side? Well, I'll say I've got three, Gordon. We'll get to Werner, Arfield and Kent playing out their skin, right? But see that wee man, Frimpong? He's a danger. Think so? Celtic's biggest danger is that wee man. He's some player. But Rangers have got three playing out their skins at the moment. Kent, Arfield, Werner. There's no doubt about it. Well, I'd imagine all four of those will start, so it'll be interesting. Thank you to William and Stevenson. Jim just teed it up nicely. He's just rolled it across the six-yard box. I'll tap it in and ask mm-hmm. you, what impact do you think no fans will have on this fixture? We, unfortunately, that's where we're at. So get all your theories, all your ideas, all your suggestions in. What impact will an empty stadium have on the fixture? We'll hear from the managers on that topic and hopefully your theories next. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. If we've learned one thing this year, it's to listen to the experts. Hugh Evans and Jim Duffy are here. We are on the lines and on Twitter looking ahead to the big game tomorrow. We're asking you, what impact do you think an empty stadium will have? We've had a bit of a taste of this season as we get used to it in the Premiership. But this is obviously a fixture unlike the others in terms of the usual intensity and the numbers that would, would pack in and all the rest of it. So... What impact do you think that will have on the game? We are on Twitter as well at Clyde SSB And I like this, Hugh Never let it be said That you are not important in the Twitter sphere Because no. Ross McInnes is tweeting For the first ever time He's <laughs> never sent a tweet before And it's his first ever tweet And, he's, and I'll say this Shug backing Rangers Helps me settle the nerves That my team Celtic will do the business tomorrow <laughs> There, there So there we go Ross one, could have tweeted about sleep. Anything <laughs> Anything in the world In his first foray onto Twitter But it was about you I am proud You should be I am honoured It's great Let's hear from both managers <laughs> On the subject of having no fans It'll be interesting You know without the uh, The support Without the, the energy It'll be very interesting to see the intensity and the tempo of the game. I think, um, you know, both teams are capable of producing really good football. I think we are at home and, um, you know, it's important we, you know, consolidate our home form. Um, and, you know, I think it'll be physical. You know, I think it'll be fast, just like any other derby. Um, but I think it's sprinkled with a lot of quality players. We're not really focused on uh there not being any fans there. Uh, we're focused on our game plan. We've still got a session to do this morning to get some information into the players. As you say, it's been a very unique preparation going into an old firm. Not much time on the training pitch and players arriving late. Um, we want the players to go to Celtic Park with belief and confidence, but we certainly won't be going there over confidence just on the back of last year. We know it's going to be a very tough challenge and we need to find uh, a real top-level performance if... if if we've got any hopes of taking uh, the three points from there. Thomas is in Drumchapel. Let me ask Thomas, do you think the intensity will still be there without fans, Thomas? How you doing, guys? Thanks for having me on the call. Pleasure. Um, regarding the question, I don't think fans will have any mark to do with it at all. No. It's an all-firm game. The players on that field know what they're going into. They know what's at stake. And for me, I would like to think they'll get there knowing that if they don't perform, they'll get it at the end, either on social media when they're seen in the streets because you can't hide games actually can't hide fans there or not it does not matter they will need to turn up put up a performance and go for it mm-hmm. 
I mean Thomas makes a a good case You wouldn't necessarily argue with it I just want Far be it from me To try and be an amateur psychologist But Is is, is it not just human nature That 60,000 people Bawling at you To to do something Gives you an extra 5% I I don't know Well I I would imagine so But I've always thought um, That For Celtic The most important man tomorrow Is Scott Brown And for Rangers James Tavernier uh, Scott Brown It's no longer important What he does with a ball At his feet He is the natural leader of men At Celtic And that was proved In the last game Against St Johnston When Neil Lennon tried Four Outfield substitutions And was still Trailing St Johnston And then He put on No he wasn't Drawing with St Johnston And then he brought on With eight minutes to go His captain The club captain and he get everyone going for those last eight minutes and we all know that Lee Griffiths and Patrick Clamalla scored. For me, Scott Brown will not let the intensity level mm. drop because he'll start tomorrow for sure. And Tavernier, who has scored eight goals this season for Rangers, is now a better leader of men than he used to be. He was too easily intimidated in the past, but he's a better leader of men now and also a big goal threat to Celtic Because he scored eight times this season already He has to be a threat So they're the two most important men for me To drive the intensity and Jim you know how frantic the start I was going to say the start Sometimes it stays frantic For the full 90 plus minutes yeah. will, it, will it still happen? Can it still happen without that initial roar When the, when the game kicks off? Yeah I mean I'm, I must admit I, I disagree with Thomas in terms of uh, You know it, it won't play a part I think it has to play a part I, I think it's completely unique to these players These players are used to playing in front of 50,000, 60,000 people at, at home, you know, so in, in Celtic's case, 60,000 Celtic fans, you know, driving them on, creating atmosphere, adrenaline, tempo, intensity. Yeah, you know, they, they've got used to these games now without fans, to, and, and they're both playing very, very well, as I said, for the last majority of games. But I think in this particular game, these are the games that are different. That's the reason why they're such high-profile games. That's the reason why there's such a demand for them, um, you know, all around the world to see and people go on about it. They don't go on about it just because it's two teams against each other. Mm. It's because of the rivalry, the fans, the history, all these sort of things, and that is generated from the crowd, and that won't be there. So I, yeah, I th- of course it will be a really competitive game, but the players will also know that. You know they can't quite bite each other and snarl each other a wee bit because you can pick all that up. <laughs> you know, yeah, the, uh, be you can hear it all. Whereas, uh, you know, and previously we all that we know the noise that goes around the stadium, you wouldn't. Yeah. So I think that ha- it just has to just take a wee notch off the level for me. Uh, Thomas, what else are you thinking ahead of tomorrow? No, I just I, I understand why you think that. So. What I'm trying to say is, though, these are professional football players. They know what's at stake. You wouldn't like to think how we get speed they're going to use that as an excuse. The tempo wasn't there because the fans, etc., etc. Yeah. Um, but to touch on what Hugh said, I do agree. The most important man for Celtic is Scott Brown. If he turns up, Celtic turn up. Um, I'm no biased in saying as well, James Tavernier going forward is a threat. Defensively, there's questions there for me. I think that's why you play the new signing Laxal up against him on the left side to press him back. Um, Laxal, when I watched him play for Genoa and for Uruguay, he plays better in a three at the back three as a wing back. So I'm hoping he plays tomorrow Greg Taylor I'm not a fan of Greg Taylor To be honest with you Not that I'm saying he's a bad player Just know for this all firm game I'm having him in there I think Tavernier Would have him on toast If he was up against him Just since you brought it up Thomas hang on the line And he, I'll give you Neil Lennon's thoughts On the possibility Of playing Diego Laxalt Amongst other things Very easy on the eye You know he's a, he's a good mover 
sort of glides across the pitch. Got a lovely left foot, you know, technically very good, very good defender, you know, in one v one situations. And his game intelligence is 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 great. You know, it's it's probably difficult to make comparisons off the top of my head, you know, but I've I've been admirer of his for a long time. You know, watched him at the World Cup. I thought he was superb. And and to get him is brilliant business by us. And I think he's got a, a good mentality. His English isn't great, you know, so he's finding his feet with, with that. Um, but he's a good footballer. And I, I would have no hesitation in starting him, but we'll, we'll wait and see on, make a few decisions on that later on. You, is that one you can really see happening, Thomas? It would be quite the debut, wouldn't it? Yeah, I agree. Um, I think with Neil saying as well, he sounds like he speaks really highly of him as well. Um, and as I said, I've only watched him play for Genoa when he was there in Italy and for Uruguay. I know he's not had a good turn at AC Milan, but he don't become a bad player overnight. Um, I'm hoping that tomorrow he turns up, gets a start, and he presses Tavernier back. So I think there is question to ask Tavernier out the back four for Rangers. If they do go with Tavernier, um, Goldson, Hillander, and Barisic, to me, the target would be Tavernier. Although he's good going forward, there's question to be asked him in, in, in the wing back area. Uh, you... So I would target him if I was the Celtic manager. That's what I would be saying. Hugh, that would be a huge call. Can you see Diego Laxalt going straight in? It would be a huge call. Um, but I mean, you if, sign players to, yeah. to play, I suppose. But I mean, Henrik Larsson was doing nothing in Holland until he got here, and he didn't seem to do too badly. Um, Played at World Cups and stuff as yeah. well, didn't he? Um, but if he is easy on the eye, as Neil Lennon says, of Diego Laxalt uh, and glides across the pitch, all well and good. But you know, Thomas is talking about the intensity of the fixture. How quickly mm. can Diego Laxalt pick up on that? Not having been here. Long enough to understand fully What it's all about This is where the international break Is a, is a really strange build up to the game Jim Because he will have been training And he played in a bounce game Against Motherwell last mm-hmm. week But for Well until Yesterday That training will have been without Callum McGregor um, and, and Greg Taylor Who mm-hmm. I suppose he, he would replace him mm-hmm. And Anyone else who was away on international mm-hmm. duty You can rhyme them all off El Yunusi and Ayer and, and well obviously yeah. Edward hasn't been there So does that go against the possibility of Laxalt starting? No I don't I, I don't think so I mean, Again if if, if um, Neil Lennon was saying there He's he's maybe more comfortable in a wing back position He's on about his technique and his, his ability to ball Never mentioned defending Never said then about defending mm. So I think defensively As he's maybe He's, he's, he's least You know In terms of concern uh, I, able- For what it's worth I think In the extended mm. version of that mm-hmm. There was a comment about I'm defending yeah. But I take your yeah. point But yeah, I think that he's he, You know he, wa- he wants to push on And at, at home And the way Celtic want to play If you have it Frimpong and Laxo and others I think he will start Laxo And I think oh. that uh, you know, again, you, you, listen, you throw him in at the deep end, uh, the one thing you can be rest assured is you'll get used to Scottish football very quickly. Thomas and Drumchapel, we thank you very much for your call. Hopefully you managed to enjoy the weekend. Either way, curious creatures, Hugh, this seems like a nice way to round off the first hour with a little oh. bit of poetry. Will oh. you take that? He says, the old firm madness comes to town, the game we love to see, the tension and the drama, but what will be, will be. Who'll be the first to hit the net? Who'll fail and who'll succeed? But carnage on the phone in... Absolutely guaranteed (laughs) On that note Better believe it Beat the pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news And opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk Slash football Right forget the game tomorrow This is the big match Of the weekend It's the final Beat the pundit Friday night Your chance to win a signed ball But only if you can get past Hugh Keevans Or Jim Duffy 0141 951 1025 Beat the Pundit is up after the news and you could be playing if you get your call in before 7 o'clock.
Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. For an unpredictable world, talk to Thompson's.com. Hugh Evans and Jim Duffy are here as we build up to a huge weekend of domestic football Actually starts tonight, it's the return of the championship Will Hearts be able to bounce back to the top flight at the first time of asking? It's been quite the summer over at Tynecastle Way I'm sure they will feel aggrieved at what's gone on That siege mentality perhaps kicks off tonight against Dundee at Tynecastle So we'll uh, keep an eye on that one between now and 8 o'clock The lower league's all back tomorrow The Premiership returns as well after the international break And of course... That is spearheaded by Celtic Rangers in the east end of Glasgow tomorrow lunchtime. Where else would you rather be? Um, somewhere safe though, I hope, is the answer to that. Let's take a breather and play Beat the Pundit before we get back to taking your calls. Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the scottishsun.co.uk slash football. Always time for Beat the Pundit. Let's bring in tonight's contestant, Kerr. He's a Rangers fan from Stranraer. How's it going, Kerr? How are you getting on? Are you more confident of winning Beat the Pundit or of Rangers getting a result tomorrow? Rangers getting a result tomorrow. Right, okay. I don't know if that says I don't know what that says about you, if you just don't believe in yourself or if you particularly think Stephen Gerrard's men are going to do it. But we'll find out because I'll toss the coin. If it's Hugh Keevens, you if it's heads, sorry, he'll take on Hugh. And if it's tails, it'll be Jim Duffy. And it's heads. You're up against Hugh Keevens. You won't have any complaints about that, do you? No bother nah, No bother It's easy for care This is a man care 71 years of age Where are you from again originally? Partick And you went and got a pedicure this afternoon Jim, Jim Duffy can barely look yeah. at you Since you announced it <laughs> earlier on yeah, It's just because the colour of his toenails Just doesn't match It's as simple as that They just don't, It doesn't match the gearies man. I know you thought these were strange times But talking about Hugh Keevan's toenails on a Friday night no. Might just As I said I didn't even want to contemplate it We've plunged yeah. We've plunged to it's new depths but you, you want intensity don't you? I'm bringing intensity So you're a modern man Yeah I'm a 21st century dude And you enjoyed it? Oh yeah it was lovely Will you go back again? In January yeah <laughs> I can't believe it The lady told me to come back in January So BCS next Honestly Well That's plenty That's plenty Right I'm going to give Hugh some Clyde 2 to listen to no. Away he goes and looks at his, his toenails Right care 30 seconds on the clock Head to head with Hugh And you can pass That's all you need to know You ready? Yep let's go Let's do it 30 seconds starts now Who's the only Dutch player in the Celtic squad? Pass Who does St Mirren face tomorrow? Pass In what year did Real Madrid last win the Champions League? 2017 What club did Rangers sign Conor Goldson from? Wigan How many groups are there in the Betfred Cup? Five Who's the Italy manager? Pass What's the third biggest stadium in the Scottish Premiership? Pitaudry Which division are Falkirk in? Championship Which country hosted Euro 2016? France Okay, we rattled through them. Let's. Uh, I don't think I've ever run out of questions before. I almost did. Uh, let's bring back Hugh Keevans. Hugh, can you hear us? I can. Uh, all I'm going to tell you is that Kerr answered nine oh. questions. Now, he might have got them all wrong, but he answered nine of them. Taxi for Keevans. Are you ready? Okay. 30 seconds. Hugh Keevans and his pedicure start now. Who's the only Dutch player in the Celtic squad? Uh, Frimpo. Who does Cel- uh, St. Mirren face tomorrow? Motherwell In what year did Real Madrid last win the Champions League? 2017 Which club did Rangers sign Conor Goldson from? Brighton How many groups are there in the Betfred Cup? Eight Who is the Italy manager? Pass What is the third biggest stadium in the Scottish Premiership? Uh, Pathodry Which division are Falkirk in? Uh, League One 
Okay, okay. He bounced into the studio Fresh from his new pedicure care He was feeling confident Do you think you've done enough To knock him off his perch? I'm not sure I, got, I should have got that corner goals from one right I know See I, Kerr took my advice on board I said if you don't know it Pass quickly Perfect, And we'll yeah. move on He certainly passed quickly Because we don't Usually get through nine questions Let's find out the damage mm-hmm. Kerr The first one uh, The only Dutch player In the Celtic squad Is Frimpong mm-hmm. I thought you were going to Slip up there But you pulled out the bag mm-hmm. 1-0 St Mirren face Motherwell tomorrow 2-0 to Hugh Incidentally you both went 2017 But it was 2018 Ooh. The last time Real Madrid won the Champions League Yeah, a easy one for you Your family are all Seagulls fans yeah. Brighton uh, Connor Golton You'll be kicking yourself at that Kerry, are you not? Uh, as soon as I said it I knew I know 3-0 to Hugh Keevans It goes 4-0 Because there are 8 groups in the Betfred Cup The Italy manager is Roberto Mancini Roberto Mancini So none of you got it It's 4-0 to Hugh Luckily we got off and running with care on question seven. That might be the the, the latest time we've ever had a, mm-hmm. a first point on the board. I was nervous for you, care. I hate it when somebody gets a zero. I'm, I'm I feel sorry for them in the end. So you you, you managed to avoid that. You got Petodri, but as did Hugh, uh, so he's still a good bit in front. He also knew that Falkirk were in League One, mm. but you care knew that France hosted Euro 2016. Hugh didn't get that far, so it was a two for care and a one, two, three, four. A six for Hugh Keevans Six two Hardlines Kurt Ah uh, that'll do I mean I got I got a zero last time Against Gordon oh, Diel he's been on and had a zero right? Yeah, a zero against Gordon <laughs> Diel Working up in the world uh, Working up in the world How Kurt. did you manage that? I had a good night So I did <laughs> And you had a bad one Well you got better You got two tonight Yeah um, It just so happens that Hugh got six mm-hmm. There we go Six two Anyway is, it, is improvement from Kia So that's the most important Would you anticipate As high a scoring match At Celtic Park tomorrow Or is it going to be tense No There will definitely not be Eight goals I can give you my Guarantee on that Ooh, Ooh. I was there the last time There were eight goals 4-4 four, four Ibrox What a game that was what Murder McLeod Made it 4-4 four, four. I was there as well Yeah there so that, I had, was the... I, that was the end of you uh, Noel Gallagher Oh, look at him Honestly Name dropping in it look, Used Noel to Gallagher. hang out with Noel Gallagher Now he spends Friday nights mm-hmm. With you and I Jim You interviewed Declan Gallagher He's You think you're alright Exactly <laughs> Scotland's <laughs> Declan Gallagher yeah. I think you'll find I interviewed Charlie Gallagher Now I'm oh. Noel Gallagher mm. right, Now you're losing me yeah, Right um, Just, I suppose Jim This To follow on what we were talking about The, the crowd Does that take mm. any of the tension away? I think it does you know, Again as I said before You know, you mentioned you know, the Are the players still Aware of what's at stake No listen we, we, It's, it's a real firm match Of course there's going to be Tension there They, they understand what's at stake And you know Everybody goes on about The bragging rights And all these sort of things And points You know That are huge And in and, and such a A pivotal season For both clubs But Yeah I, I, I just cannot see this game This game is all about the fans You know I, I, I didn't like the fact When they stopped you know the opposition fans getting you know so many thousand tickets. I I, I thought mm. that diminished that slightly, yeah. but you know the fact that no fans is there. No, I mean th- this mm. game has been built for over a, over a century on you know what it means to supporters. So yeah, it will mean a lot. But the fact that there's not a, a, you know any any fans there, I, I just don't see how yeah. it cannot have any impact on the game. Even yeah. even. You know, in a normal game, you you'll find it a bit of a uh, you know intensity drop mm. at times. But in this particular game, I think yeah. it's it's definitely going to play a part. Is this a coincidence? Producer Andy, Canadian Andy, is back on mm. the show for the first time in a few months, and all of a sudden we've got Craig on the line, also calling mm. in from Canada. I'm oh. sure it's a big place, and they don't actually know each other. But let's bring in Craig uh, and <laughs> nah. see what he's got to say for himself. Hi, Craig. 
Hey, good afternoon, panel. How are you? Not too bad at all. How are you? Oh, mate, I'm living the dream. But let me clarify there. Look, I live in Canada, but I'm an Aussie. I thought that, right? See, my accent yeah. identification's not great, but you don't sound like <laughs> producer Andy. I knew that much, so that's fine. What, are you, you over there working, Craig? Oh, look, uh, look I, 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 my parents are both from Glasgow. They moved from Glasgow to Australia. I live in Australia. I marry a Canadian and then move to Canada. So, you know, it's, it's about just getting around the world. Mm. But all Good. eyes will be on Glasgow tomorrow. That's what you're telling us. Well, I'll, I'll be following the uh, <laughs> Rangers and, and the Rangers win for certain. Go on then. Where's the confidence coming from? Oh, look, honestly, look, this is the best squad, the best team we've had since uh, we got uh, kicked down the leagues back in 2012. So... Um, and the fact that we're playing at Parkhead in front of none of their fans. I mean, uh, unless you're Barry Ferguson, who 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 wants the them inside your head, so he can get inside theirs. Look, I, I think it's the I think it's the best chance there to to, to win there. Um, yeah, mm. b- because of the fact that yeah. they won't have their, the fifty thousand of their mob uh, uh, screaming and, and, and doing what they do. So you know, be allowed to focus on playing the ball and, and not having to worry about uh, anything going on in the stands. That's interesting, Hugh, because we've been speaking generally before about, you know, intensity or tension for, for both sides. But Craig, as a Rangers fan, quite simply thinks that going there with no fans means Rangers have got a better chance of winning than they usually would. Is that uh, the obvious bit that we've missed so far? I, I don't quite understand, Craig, at the end where he said that, you know, that they can go on with playing the ball, not worrying about anything in the stands. I mean, what are you, what are you worried well, just, about in the well, stands? Just, well, it makes it hard because it makes it harder to sometimes express yourself if you've got, and I'm not saying that only affects Rangers, but you go to an away fixture, mm. part of the thing you're usually battling is a hostile crowd. Well, you know, Rangers have played very well since the season started. Um, and when fans were inside the grounds It was James Tavernier who said Famously in the club programme That when other teams get inside Rangers faces uh, They didn't respond well uh, And they have looked better without fans So, you know, as I say There are no wrong opinions on a Friday night Only on a Saturday night uh, So Craig's entitled um, to be as confident as he wishes to be um, he used the word guarantee I guarantee you That Rangers will win No you can't No Celtic fan can guarantee yeah. That Celtic will win And no Rangers fan can guarantee That Rangers will win Craig based his confidence Jim also on the fact That it's the he believes mm-hmm. it's the best Rangers squad in, in a long time mm-hmm. I'm not even sure Celtic fans would argue with that Because that, that's what it's been This 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 whole Time has been about Rangers trying to close the gap Can they close it in such a way as they win a trophy? We don't know Time <laughs> yeah. will tell They haven't yet But it, it clearly is, a, is the strongest side or thereabouts, isn't it? Yeah, well it's been a, it's been an ongoing process from Stephen Gerrard He has, you know, been back to the hilt from the board um, You know, in terms of getting players in that he's wanted But I can't really think of many, if any, occasions where They've really targeted someone and it hasn't it hasn't been, you know, done so there's no there's no excuses left from Rangers' point of view now in terms of Steven Gerrard. He has the squad that he wanted and therefore he now has to deliver silverware. The the, the number one um, target is, of course, the title. Uh, and that is, you know, can, can, you know, a win tomorrow, you know, can, can, can be a, an important part of that. But as you said, it doesn't it doesn't mean it's, 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 it's done and dusted, but it gives them... Belief and confidence. We heard Stephen Gerrard's interview earlier on talking about belief, and belief is a big, a big thing for for players. There's no doubt, but they've still got to cross that line of getting silverware first and foremost. Um, and Celtic, you know, have done it many, many times before. And on the the odd occasion where they have been written off a little bit, 
they have mm. turned in a top class performance. So, I, I, listen, you know, people ask, like you said, for me, as I don't, I don't think it's a forty nine fifty one. I think it's fifty fifty. But if anything, I would still always edge Celtic at home. Just surrounding the regard, fans. right? Okay. Yeah, just because the record at home. Yeah, I, mean, I know Rangers won last year, but but the the record at home is mm-hmm. is very very good. Um, Craig, what about the? You know, we're talking about individual players, perhaps, and and who might have the biggest impact. Who's who? Are you sort of hanging your hopes on tomorrow? Well, I think I think our midfield and our outside wingers are, are, are playing really well. I mean, Arfield, Davis, Kamara, Jack. They're all in form. Uh, Kent's probably the best player in Scotland right now. Um, if, uh, if 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 Stevie G wants to play either Jordan Jones or, or Barker, I'd be I'd be happy with either one of those two. I'm actually I'd, I'd actually prefer to see Jordan Jones. I think he'd be uh, I think he'd be a bit more a bit more spark than than, than Barker. I think our, our central defence, I mean, with uh, Goldson, and you got either Balogun or you've got Holanda, Either one of those two there. They're solid, and then on the outside, uh, Barisic and, and Tavernier. I reckon we're solid all the way through. I can't, I can't find a fault in any, any, anywhere on the park with Rangers. And I mean, if you're up front there, you've got choice there with uh, with Morelos. You can put uh, Itten. You could have uh, Defoe. Uh, I, I can't find a fault with with Rangers at the moment. And I, and I think honestly, I think Celtic's scared. I think all their supporters are scared as well, and they should be. Do you know them all personally, Craig? Are we uh, are you able to? No, but you know what? I don't want to either. I mean, I'm honest with you. I don't want to know them. I've got to, I've got, I'd prefer just to to not know them. Oh, all right, okay. Uh, it's, was... it's funny how you've been born in Australia, live in Canada, and be like that. I don't, I don't understand <laughs> it, but anyway. Yeah, I mean, I think. Listen, you, you can support your team, but uh, I think that you respect the, the 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 opposition. I think that both teams will do that as well tomorrow. I think there is a, a respect. We heard both managers saying that they have to put in a, a top class performance, and the only re- the reason you can say your team has to play top class is because you know the opposition yeah. is really good. Because if you didn't, you wouldn't have to play a top class performance. You could have a mediocre performance and win. Celtic had a mediocre performance against St Johnson a few weeks ago, ah. uh, a couple of weeks ago, and one two nothing. So listen, you know. Both of these teams are playing with confidence. They're playing with belief. But ultimately, tomorrow is is one where we just want to make sure that everyone behaves and uh, you know plays the game properly. Okay, thank you to Craig. Let's bring in Daniel, who's just a little bit west of Canada. He's in View Park tonight. Hi, Daniel. Hi, yeah. How are you? I actually, need to, I need to teach producer Andy about this part of the world, Daniel, because he has written on the screen for me to view. He says Daniel is calling in from View. Park, two separate words, both with capital oh, no. letters. I'll need to teach oh. them, but anyway, carry That's on. What's your point? Neil, I love them. <laughs> uh, well, I, was, I think uh, well, everybody else, I think they seem to all look down about the fact that uh, all the amount of players maybe are missing, things like that. But I, I, I think I actually could put it in your hands because you look at a normal firm game, Stephen Gerrard would look the day before the game and say, That's going to be the Celtic team, and he can set his team up accordingly. But Mystic Meg probably couldn't pick the Celtic team tomorrow. So, right, so you I, think I there's think an element of unpredictability about it? Yeah, yeah I, I really think he could play the hands. Everybody's just going, oh, it's going to be a back three. But Julian's not kicked a ball in how long? So we don't know if Julian's going to play. Uh, it, I, I think the fact that we don't know, actually, we could spring a couple of surprises and really catch mm. them out. So, Daniel, you be Meg then. What's your team <laughs> for tomorrow? Eh, uh, oof, now you're asking. Uh, well, back and goals. Uh, I, w- I would go to back three personally I would definitely go to back three I would also start Laxal uh, Give the boy a go uh, Frimpong definitely uh, 
Brown, McGregor, pick yourself, obviously. Uh, I would go Turnbull, and I would go Ayeti as long as he's fit, and Edward has to start. Even if we get 60 minutes out of him, it's, mm. it's, it's, Six minutes probably two goals I'm interested so, in, in, in Daniel's shout for a Yeti Jim Because we've not heard it yet And I just wonder why Because well, we know what Lee Griffiths has done for Celtic many times But he's obviously not He's on, what was it, 15 minutes or something yeah. he played And then he played the bounce game during um, during the, the break Other people think because of, of habit You know, El Yunusi might, might play off But when a Yeti's been in that Celtic team He's scored goals Why are we not hearing more shouts for him to start the game? I think just because he's been injured You know he had that little spell Just there uh, Out injured And uh, I think that Sometimes you know Fans just, just It just gets put to the back of your mind And obviously the last game uh, You know Griffiths made such an impact You know coming on Scoring that, that That opening goal In the 91st minute or so So I think that It's just one of those ones Where he's fresh in your mind And the other players Just push to the back of your mind A little bit But I think that When you invest Five million pounds In a striker you know, even at Celtic's level, I think that you're entitled to think that if he's fit and healthy, that pairing, you know, would be something uh, that Neil Lennon would look at, uh, uh, you know, with, with Edward. Another feature of this game, this historic game played in front of no fans, you bring on five subs. Mm-hmm. Therefore, and Neil Lennon did it at McDermott Park, as I say, four of them were getting nowhere until he brought on the fifth, and the fifth changed everything. Hardly. Having a kick of the ball But he changed things Tomorrow He could have a Yeti Klamala And Griffiths All on the bench All able to come on mm-hmm. If if he needs that kind of backup If Celtic are badly needing a goal So And yeah. it might be Defoe and Eaton Or yeah. the others You're right exactly. the, five, the five subs Is something we've not mentioned it yet changes, could, could play a big part Yeah it changes the whole dynamic It's never been known mm-hmm. before but a lot of things have never been known before, like NHS Lothian Health Board stopping a player from getting a game. So it changes the whole dynamic. You don't need to panic. You can get Griffiths on or Kamala or a Yeti, and as you say, Rangers can do the same with Eaton and Defoe. Prediction time, Daniel. It's 20 past seven the night before. We're getting close. Uh, I'm going 3 1 Celtic. Pretty confident is Daniel in view. Park, thanks very much. That was Daniel 014195. Who is rustling a sweetie paper in the studio? Which one of you? Keevan Slicker, honestly. <laughs> Could you not just, I'm going to take the break in 30 seconds. What is that you've got there? It's got love hearts. Yeah, it's in a box called Swizzles. Hold on a second. He said a pedicure and now he's eating love hearts yeah, in the studio. Yeah. We're going to need to check he, in he on this guy. He showed me a wee sweetie on it and it says, kiss me. <laughs> You're supposed to take lots of sugar at my age. Honestly. <laughs> right, thanks again to Daniel. I've got a full time teaser coming up for you next. Good question. Guess the theme. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. More than a million paid in compensation every week. Hugh Keevans and Jim Duffy are in the building waiting on your calls, reading your tweets as well. So get in touch with the guys and let them know how you're feeling ahead of the big game between Celtic and Rangers tomorrow. There are other big games. I know it sometimes doesn't seem like it in this part of the world, but it's great to have the Premiership back. And even better, just because we've waited so long for the return of the Championship, League One and League Two. Jim Duffy, that involves you. Has it been a long time coming? I know you've had a bit of a flavour because of the, the, the Betfred Cup. Yeah, of course. I mean, listen, you're mid-October and your season's just starting. So it's a, it's a strange one and obviously it's a three-quarter season. So it's a difficult one because you're, 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 you can look at it two ways. You can look and think, well, okay, it's, it's, there's not as many games so therefore you should give everyone a little bit more of an even chance if you want to call it that. Or 
you can say, listen, if you, if you don't get off to a good start, <laughs> you know, you've got as many games to catch up. So it just depends on, you know, how you look at it. But yeah, yeah, but I think everybody's keen to get it going. And, you know, we just, I think all managers and, and, and everybody, hey, Gordon, you know yourself, whether you're working with Radio Clyde or anything, we're all waiting on almost a phone call all the time to say, oh, somebody's been ill with, yeah. with, with, with COVID-19 and this player's missing and that player's going to isolate and so on and so forth. And it, it just seems to be half a dozen clubs yeah. every week. So touch wood. As I'm speaking to you just now, we haven't got any players missing for tomorrow. There we go. And Hugh, it all kicks off tonight. Like I remember a couple of weeks ago on the show, a couple of months ago, there was some fairly humorous suggestions coming in about this new rivalry, this Hearts against Dundee. Oh, now, we know it was born out of a serious situation, so don't yeah. think I'm forgetting about that. But there was a, quite a lot of... Uh, or no love lost between Hearts and Dundee. Is it the spam folder derby? Call it what you want. But it's Hearts against Dundee to kick off the championship tonight. No fans... But a great fixture to get us up and running Oh yeah see, Robbie Nielsen's already said that he thinks This is a better heart squad than the one he left behind in 2015 Which is a heck of a claim Because when he left Hearts to go to the MK Dons They were second in the table In the Premiership Now they're a Championship club um, I welcome Charlie Adam back to uh, Scottish football Terrific career he's had Um He's home for emotional reasons, family reasons, um, and I hope he enjoys his season at Dundee. Yeah, I mean, looking at the teams, the, the names that will jump out at you for playing in the Championship, quite incredible. Craig Gordon's in goal, um, veterans of the top flight like Michael Smith, Jamie Walker, Ollie Lee, mm-hmm. Liam Boyce is just back from you know scoring important yeah. goals for Northern Ireland. Uh, he's in there, Roberts, Irving, Stephen Kingsley, who's got Scotland caps mm-hmm. and has played in the English Premier League, Craig Halkett, captain's aside. Uh, Popescu Who did ever so well At St Mirren And Ginelli As well Uh, And then even on the bench When you When you dip on To the substitutes bench as well Elliot Freer Formerly of Motherwell Andy Halliday Who was in here the other night Stephen Naismith Craig Whiten Mm -hmm. um, Among others Craig Whiten's got a hat trick During the week Yeah so um, (laughs) Lots of strength there For Hearts But um, I'm sure Dundee uh, Will fancy their chances Mm -hmm. as well Uh, Jack Hamilton in goal um, the likes of uh, Ke- Ke- Hearts goalkeeper isn't Yeah he is Kerr, McGee, Forster, Dorans, McGowan Ashcroft, Robertson, So Also formerly of Hearts mm-hmm. Marshall And that man Charlie Adam As well So good fixture to look mm-hmm. forward to Let me get you your teaser Up and running You've only got about half an hour To come up with the answers to this one But I think you will Nail it This one's from Ryan In Blantyre Ryan says Can you name seven players Who've been sent off In an old firm game since Rangers were promoted in 2016 26 since 2016 Yeah okay, right. um, Ryan Kent No uh, Jordan Jones uh, Jordan Jones of course Yes A late, late one um, I think 2016 I don't think Seven players have been sent off in an old firm game since Rangers were promoted. Ryan Christie? No. Jordan sure. Jones is sure. the one you came up earlier, did it? Um, that yeah. that yeah, challenge yeah, that, that, on, yeah. on Moritz yeah, Bauer. Yeah, last one. Give us a minute or two, we'll get them. Give That's us, fine. It should be easy. I'll give you about half an hour. Yeah. Um, right, let's bring in Mark and Hamilton. Hi, Mark. What are you thinking ahead of tomorrow? Hi, Gordon. You and Jim, how All good. Hi, Gordon, I've got a couple of wee points. Uh, a young lad that left back, the kid Taylor. I wouldn't play. Can he play the lad tomorrow? I think if you play him at either wing back and left back, he'll get destroyed tomorrow. I really think we've got to play the new chap. 
Right is, to the start Got to throw him right in there Straight away This is the same Greg Taylor That just kept a clean sheet For Scotland Ah, uh, Watched it Gordon Fair enough As I say But uh, no I really fear For a lad tomorrow You'll put him in there tomorrow Too it's, I could Fear the worst for him If he plays him What's your concern What's your concern About Greg Taylor uh, Well My opinion Jim uh, mm-hmm. is that he can He's Just too small He could never win a ball in the air And he can't get past a player and he can't tackle. He's no get, I mean, no disrespect to the lad at all. I spoke about the kid before, but he just doesn't bring any to the table for Celtic. Now. I like that no disrespect at the end. Just a <laughs> wee disclaimer. Just, just to say that he can't, um, he can't tackle. He can't well, tackle. No, he can't pass them. And he can't head it. Listen, Mark. It is all about opinions. There's no problem with that. We hear it semi often on here, especially you know Celtic are playing. That formation is he a, If he's a wing back The expectation to then go buy a man and, and deliver something That maybe isn't something That's been in his game But I've not heard too many people Worried about his, his one-on-one defending Going the other way It's not come up against anything uh, Gordon as, as I say about how I see it I just feel the more he is Going to come up against uh, Guys that can play football more. I've rarely and, known uh, a, Rarely known a player That Celtic spent A couple of million pounds on who has come in for the kind of criticism that Greg Taylor gets? Oh, there will be a few. Don't worry about that. Oh, but the, the no, ball and golly cost three. Yeah, <laughs> and he got a fair bastard. Yeah, but it, it's whatever happened to him. It's mm. constant with uh, Greg Taylor. And remember, he was also part of a command up defence mm. that Celtic and Rangers hated playing against uh, when Stevie Clark was the manager there. So. You know, you cannot say no disrespect, but he brings nothing to the table. That that is the most disrespectful comment you can make. Well, it's about opinions. That's what we're talking about. I mean, you've got an opinion. I've got an opinion. I say if the lad plays tomorrow, I fear the worst for him. Well, uh, I think there's more chance of him playing than Diego Laxalt. But then I I can sometimes yeah, well, get things wrong. Well, listen, I'm the exact same, of course. And I, listen, if he does play, a I wish him all the best and I hope the lad does well but I just fear that I think he could come up against it tomorrow that's what I'm saying mm. Yeah I mean listen I, I, I was at I think it was a Hibs game a few weeks ago and I think uh, Greg Taylor did get in behind and did set up um, you know opportunities and, 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 and get goals and stuff like that or help Celtic set up and the way Celtic play He's not going to go and head the ball. Neither is Frimpong, for that matter. You know they, they, they've got three big giant centre backs who go and dominate that sort of um, side of it. They're, they're, they're there for their width, uh, the pace, um, their energy up and down the pitch, stretching defences. And at Celtic Park, they're right out there. And uh, you know, for me, whether as I said, I, I think Laxell probably will play, but but I, I I think that if Greg Taylor does play, he, he plays on merit because Neil Lennon obviously trusts him, believes that he can. Add to the game And you know uh, for, for I don't think there'll be any issue With him Defensively Or going forward um, I think he links up to play well I think he's um, He's not let Celtic down really So I'm, I'm I'm a wee bit surprised That he's He's getting it quite as tight I think they're, they're, Every player Has elements of their game They can improve upon Or they, they They would like to be a wee bit better on But But I don't think Greg Taylor's You know As, as poor as As Mark's suggesting Well we'll just wait and see Obviously yeah. The game's the more I make We'll see what happens But as I say I hope, Listen I hope he's, he, If he plays He has a great game But I just That's just my opinion on him I just yeah. don't see it uh, Mark What about the Importance of the game We gave you that Stat earlier In the The 15 seasons That Rangers and Celtic Celtic and Rangers Have both shared the top flight Since the turn of the century 11 
of those 15 League winners have come from the side That won the first Old Firm game Does it go down as a marker for you Or is it not so important? If I want to win the four of them Gordon I know, I know I've two Pat Kent, So it does go down as a marker But the game in hand as well It's massive All the games are massive But especially these games mm-hmm. So yeah. you're looking for Celtic to win at home tomorrow But it's not going to be easy But so, um, aye, of course I mean you I get that It's a, it's a 38 game season Or Hopefully it's a 38 game season We don't need to go down that road again yeah. um, You can win it in all manner of ways You can have a big lead and, and keep it You can you can come back But just with the way it's poised at the moment There's a lot of belief about Rangers Because they're confident from, uh-huh. the, from the performance levels With Celtic only being one behind And having that game in hand Would a Celtic victory Strike a particular psychological blow? It would Because it would First of all Fans would refer to the two week break Rangers go away Buoyant Confident And fortnight later Come back as somebody else We've seen it happen So often under Stephen Gerrard And the, you know If you were to go In front of Rangers And have the game in hand It would see The old problems Resurface All the old doubts Resurface uh, Among the Rangers supporters And the Celtic supporters Who would say Ah they keep on Falling by the wayside So yeah, of course it's important, but on October 17, I cannot believe that the outcome of that match will determine who is champion mm-hmm. come May 17. All right, thank you to Mark in Hamilton. Let's check in on that teaser quickly. We're looking for two. seven players who have been sent off in an old firm game since Rangers were promoted. Jeremy Frimpong. Yes, I wondered if you would forget that one. That's And... Simonovic was sent off at Ibrook. Yes, you've got Frimpong, Jones and Simonovic Was Morelos sent off? Twice, yep, yep. Alright, we'll leave it there Because you've only got three to get And you've got the entirety of the, the rest of the show So you'll be absolutely fine Let's bring in Brian Who is a Rangers fan in Bishop Briggs Hi Brian Hi, uh, how you doing guys? Yep, all good Brian, what's your main thought process at the moment then? Do, do you go through a roller coaster? Are you confident? Have the nerves kicked in? How How's it going to oh. work between now and tomorrow? Oh, I think um, to be honest with you I'll I'll be one of many Rangers fans that want to get much sleep tonight. Um, and I'm sure, obviously, Celtic fans will be the same. Um, I was just calling, guys, to bring up just a wee thing that I heard earlier on when I was listening. Uh, I think it was a, a caller uh, near the start of the show, and he was talking about Jordan Jones and how we'd love to see him start. I'd just like to, to phone him, maybe to, to 100% back him up on that. I think that Jones would uh, be a great start for tomorrow. Um, and then you get the caller immediately after who brought up the point where he's only had one goal and stuff. Fair enough, right? I, 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 I agreed with him there. I we shouldn't get too excited about his goal scoring as of yet. However, I think that what the, the other caller was trying to bring up is his pace. And I think that, especially Celtic's new left-back, I think they brought up a great point as well by saying that when, when, you're, when you're new at a club as big as Celtic and you're flung in at the deep end in an old firm derby, I think if you get somebody like Jones, Jones's pace, it can be a bit daunting. I think if Neil Lennon's looked at uh, Diego Laxalt at Lennox Town every day, uh, he'll be very well aware of what pace he possesses. And if he thought that Laxalt would struggle against Jordan Jones and he has to be alive to the possibility of Jordan Jones playing, then he wouldn't put him into the team. But yeah. you, the manager will have seen enough of Laxalt mm. to know whether he should or should not start. What do you think, Jim? Because... The, the team that most people Not everyone expects mm-hmm. Is sort of going on On players who have been important For Rangers mm-hmm. and, and players in current form So people are saying Well you know Jack usually plays And Kamara mm-hmm. plays And Davis plays And you can't leave Arfield mm-hmm. out Because yeah. of the way he's played um, 
if it was to be a a Barker mm. or a Jones, mm. would that make it more of a, a sort of European lineup? You know, we've seen Steven Gerrard do that mm. in Europe because th- this is different from any other domestic test you get. Might it be a chance to replicate that sort of game where you have you a bit more counter attack with pace? Yeah, I mean, listen, possibly, but he's also in the past, you know, brought that extra midfield player in if you want to call it that, like Arfield in the right and narrowed them in a little bit. Kent getting a free roll really uh, alongside Morelos. Uh, with the with the other three midfield players, um, you know, try to dominate the game. Um, Hugh made a very good point earlier in terms of the substitutes. So you could have Barker, you could have Jones. You know, you've got two out and out wingers. If it's not going you your totally way, change things. You, you can you can you can throw them in. Uh, although Barker's been a little bit different in his his positional play when he's come in. I I, I don't believe that uh, Jones would start. I'd be surprised. I don't think he's done enough to merit it in his Rangers time. I know he had a very good game against Motherwell but didn't uh, do so well the next game and I I would just be surprised if he started. I'm not saying he couldn't make an impact the last half hour or so but I'd I'd be really surprised if Jordan Jones starts. Brian, how things change an hour and 40 minutes into the show we've not really discussed Alfredo Morelos in any way, shape or form. He used to be the first name that would jump out for various reasons. Does he definitely play tomorrow, Brian? And um, how confident are you that he can break his duck against Celtic? I think um, I think definitely he'll start tomorrow. Um, in regards to whether he'll score the, uh, tomorrow or whatever, I mean, it, it's just one of the things I just don't know. I mean, I know that Rangers have got plenty of players that will be on that park that can score a goal other than Morelos because they've, they've proved that in the past with Kent, Katic. I mean, but I would I would absolutely I would love to see him score tomorrow, uh, as would so many other people, as I know, but. I think definitely he starts tomorrow. Yeah, just need to kind of wait and see how he plays on the day. I know previously he's not really took his chances well, um, especially in old Firm games. Uh, but I don't, I don't know. I really just don't know. Uh, Jim, any debate about whether he starts or not? Um, no, Morales. No, I think if he comes back fit, well, um, refreshed, then yeah, definitely. I mean, um, you know, I think again, although he didn't score. Um, the last time that, that you know he has given Celtic a lot of problems, but he does need to get that goal. I think I think you can almost see the tension in him. You know, the longer the games go against Celtic, yeah, and people can say, yeah, listen, if he scores thirty goals over the season and, and Rangers win the league, they won't care. Yeah, if that happens, but there's an awful lot of games to go, and each old firm game that comes up, if he doesn't score. Then it, it keeps getting mentioned, and it'll get mentioned mm-hmm. even more, and people will, will you know, will emphasise it. So I think that he's got to be relaxed, he's got to be calm, and I think that uh, when he is relaxed and calm, there's no doubt he's the most, imp- uh, you know, he's the best striker at Rangers' disposal. All right, Brian and Bishop Briggs, thanks a lot for getting in touch tonight. Pleasure to speak to you. We're on Twitter as well at Clyde SSB. Great response to this teaser. Mikey is on. Uh, TJ and EK is on. DWT is throwing some good answers in there as well. And uh, even Ross McInnes, Hugh, his second ever tweet oh. is to give some answers for the full time teaser. I think he might even have them all. Seven players have been sent off in an old firm game since Rangers were promoted Simunovic, Morelos, Jones, Frimpong. Is, is he's a Gary one? No. Right. Um three to get, we'll get them next. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. If we've learned one thing this year, it's to listen to the experts. 
Hugh Keevans and Jim Duffy are here into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard Which means the big kickoff is getting even closer Yes, the teams are out on the pitch at Tynecastle, Hugh, Hearts against Dundee Yeah, that's, well, what you, that's what you all were looking forward to, is it not? No, I'm just thinking of all the previous callers who were not going to sleep well tonight well, just... You won't sleep well either you kidding me on? Yeah, that's just because you got gobbled during the night for a pee. <laughs> <laughs> this fixture still excites you after all these years. I can Listen, see it in your eyes. 60 years ago, I watched my first one. 60 years ago. Jeez. And here we are tomorrow. Historically, no fans. Historically, five subs. Historically, still can't stand the sight of each other. <laughs> And, yeah. and a player not picked because of NHS Lothian. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I feel like you're picking on them specifically. Mm-hmm. These are the rules. I don't mm-hmm. know if everyone will yeah. like them here. No, as um, I say, you, and there will be there will be a glaring frustration for various people tomorrow mm-hmm. if Kieran Tierney lines up for Arsenal because they're supposed sure. to be in the same situation, but they take a slightly different view of things down the road. So. I, I, I think it's Gordon. That you, we do have other matches on tomorrow, and I think that's important to, to say. I think funny Le- you mentioned that. Mirren, I think was it six defeats in a row, and they have their own troubles to yeah, see with regards they've, coronavirus. They've, they've, exactly, another three people missing. Um, well, St. Mirren manager Jim Goodwin's praising his players for the way that they've handled their latest coronavirus disruption. They have had a real tough time of it. Two players tested positive this week. A third self-isolating as a precaution They'll all miss the game Against Motherwell tomorrow And Goodwin says his players will have to step up to the challenge once more Two out of the three players are um, You know Are, uh, are big players for us And have had made a difference in recent weeks and, um, it, It's going to be uh, A blow to lose them um, But look We just have to deal with it as best we can Shuffle the pack again a little bit And um, you know Hope that we get the Positive reaction that we want, and, and I, you know, the players have been great. I've got to give great credit to uh, to the squad as a whole and to the staff because it is very unsettling when you know a couple of your uh, your teammates test positive because then you start worrying about your own situation as well because we all know that the virus can incubate up to maybe 10, 12 days. So um, it is a, an anxious time for everybody, but in fairness to the players, they've. They've dealt with it great up to now and um, you know they'll continue to do so. And in the other dugout, Motherwell boss Stephen Robinson says confidence is growing at the club after his players performed well on the international stage. Declan Gallagher and Stephen O'Donnell played all of Scotland's games. Trevor Carson made his first Northern Ireland start in two years. Barry Maguire and Alan Campbell both featured for Scotland under-21s. Stephen Robinson says it makes him proud. To have that many people involved at international level, senior international level and, and under-21 level is it's very good. You know, we get feedback and you know the, the feedback is the, either a credit to the football club a credit to the staff but most importantly a credit themselves so they've got what they've deserved and you know if, if you've played well and you've earned that right to, to be in the international setup, then they've, they've certainly gone and taken it the, the three boys in the, the senior setup, Trevor and um, Decky and Stephen and then the under 21 boys you know so delighted for both countries Scotland and Northern Ireland one game from the Euros so um, hopefully lots of positivity in the press they certainly come back you know you're training with, with top quality players um, they come back full of confidence I think that's the biggest thing they don't really change as players but they come back full of confidence you know Declan and Stephen have come back and obviously buzzing Trevor is his first international game since he was ill um, you know we're very very proud of him and how he's conducted himself and you know even 
football's a strange game. He wasn't starting at any starts and how quickly things turn around. So for all of them, Barry Maguire goes with the 21s and does very well. PJ gets his first call up as well. Um, so, you know, we've got players going in the right direction and as a club you hope to take advantage of that as well in, in terms of their confidence We've got our first goal of the new championship season and it's Michael Smith for Hearts early doors in that one just 4 or 5 minutes on the clock ball breaks him in the box shifts it onto his left foot and buries it low beyond Jack Hamilton to make it Hearts 1 Dundee nil. Michael Smith Northern Ireland international speaking of international football there Jim mm. uh, was Stephen Robinson can that happen? I mean Declan Gallagher mm. and Stephen O'Donnell must be on cloud 9 after their contribution to Scotland can that Boost them and also rub off on, oh, on other players. Absolutely. I mean, uh, you know, there's a lot of people talking that they, you know, they're not doing well for Motherwell, and you know, they're surprised that they're in the squad. But they've went in there had two great results. I mean, obviously three in general, but they, those two playing too. So the, you know, that will definitely help them and, and helps other players as well. You know, I think that uh, you know, there's any player that goes in, and I'm, I'm a big admirer of the boy Alan Campbell as well. I think he's a terrific player and a real high energy player. Another one, I think it will be on the. The radar of a lot of clubs similar to David Turnbull uh, and I think you've got to give credit to Motherwell they're getting a, a really good balance between bringing players in from lower leagues and stuff like that in England and developing some of the, the, the talented players in Scotland Just to then bring Andy Considine into that mix for instance mm-hmm. Hugh there, there must be a real belief there then for other players in our Scottish Premiership that even if you're not at one of the big two and even if you're not in the English Premier League if you do your job and you do it well you never know you might get to get and shine on that stage well Stevie Clark has issued the call to arms the rallying cry don't think that you're out of it you know Andy Considine the oldest player to make his international debut in 53 years for Scotland um I just think that it's been a terrific boost for every player in the country eligible to play for Stevie Clark. Don't give up hope. By the same token, poor old Jim Goodman. If it wasn't for bad luck, he'd have no luck at all. Um, And he did a great piece this morning in one of the newspapers where he said, you know, there is no bubble. It really doesn't exist because he's got players coming out of the biosecure bubble and going home. And the problem is the virus is in the air and it's everywhere. Uh, so you can talk about biosecure bubbles, but they don't work 100%, no matter the money it costs, and it's costing plenty. Yeah, I wonder, I think that terminology is maybe confused some people, Jim, or you know, led them to believe that it's a bit stricter than it is. When they go to the club, that, that's the mm. way it works. But players are families and they go home and mm. those families aren't self-isolating and no. the kids are at school and the wife might be at work and, and I'm not blaming anyone's no. wife for giving them coronavirus <laughs> before anyone gets me in bother, but you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, like you can go shopping or these sort of things. I mean, there's a multitude of things. You know, we, see, we see it all over the world. There's Ronaldo got it, you know what I mean? So, you know, the top players in the world can have it. It's just one of those things, it's, it's indiscriminate. It can, it can affect anyone and that's the reason why, you know, even the first minister is... is is on continuously saying like don't go into other people's houses like tomorrow with the old firm game so you know everyone's got to behave and everyone's got to respect this virus but from football club's perspective preparation is a nightmare because you just don't know when it's going to affect your club and some men have been affected but they have to start getting results Gordon because six, on, six losses on the bounce you, know, you can't keep looking at reasons yep. you've got to try and change it that's as much of a lecture as you'll get from us tonight Because I think it's mm-hmm. tough times It is really tough for everyone We mm-hmm. totally appreciate that Football's just not how we know it But please just try and do what you can tomorrow Over the weekend Let's everyone try and behave Try and act appropriately Because then hopefully if we do that We get back to a situation where we get fans and grounds And we don't have to worry about where you're going to watch it And whether it's going to be free to air and all the rest of it mm-hmm. So 
Um, like I say, you don't need a lecture from us, but a polite request, I think. That's all <laughs> That's all we'll do on a Friday night. Uh, quickly, Hugh, because we need to get the answers to the teaser. St Mirren Mullow was a cracker for us, local fixture. Um, but you look through the card, Dundee United, Aberdeen, that old rivalry. Well, yeah, christened the new firm in the mm. days of Sir Alex Ferguson and Jim McLean. Mm. Uh, but it's Dundee United back in the top flight against a, a resurgent Aberdeen side. And Mickey Mellon at Dundee United could do with a result because they've started to go pear-shaped. Yeah, some great fixtures tomorrow. Hamilton Aki, St Johnston, Livy Kilmarnock and Ross County Hibs in the top flight. Don't forget, the lower leagues are back. We've waited for a full card of action across the four divisions and we've pretty much got it tomorrow. Hearts are already a goal up on Dundee thanks to Michael Smith. Um, but four other championship games tomorrow Full card in League 1 And a full card in League 2 as well We cannot wait So join us at 2 o'clock tomorrow oh, Hold on No 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 Join us at midday Mid-day, tomorrow yeah. We'll be well into it by 2 o'clock By 2 o'clock it'll be Martha and the Bandellas They'll be dancing on the streets Right What about tonight's teaser then You've got a couple more I think to go We're looking for seven players Who've been sent off In an old firm game Since Rangers were promoted You've got Simunovic, Morelos, Jones and Frimpong Philip Senderos Yes You remember that game well I'm sure Yep Yeah and I think that uh, a player who's Handball. not uh, playing tonight Because I think that uh, You know it just shows you the strength of the heart squad With guys like Stephen Aysmith and Andy Halliday I think get sent off at the last uh, After the, the last final whistle season, possibly yep, yep he was a fitness doubt for tonight mm. So he's made it onto the bench Which means you've got one more to get mm. Ex-Rangers Well mm. When I say ex-Rangers mm. Mm-hmm. I don't know about that eyebrow That Carlo Ancelotti eyebrow you've got there <laughs> Well he is and he isn't So he can still be in the, in the, in the background the staff. staff No No. Alright okay now you're just confusing us not, He's not going to play for Rangers again He's currently no. on loan Alright okay Greg No it's not Greg Dong But it's going to become a loads. permanent move It's not Jamie Murphy it's the no. other one Uh no, I can't, can't get it He's, Him and his brother were both in the Scotland squad oh, Ross McCrory Ross McCrory mm. uh, There we go, thank you to Jim and mm. Hugh That's it, the pre-match talking is pretty mm. much done Some of you will have sleepless nights Try your best, Shh. behave yourselves tomorrow <laughs> We will be back at <laughs> midday Celtic <laughs> against Rangers and all the rest of the day's action You really don't want to miss it We'll see you then, GBX Friday's up next Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. For an unpredictable world, talk to Thompson's.com.